G'day, I'm Alan Gray and this is Gippsland Showcase Podcast, a daily podcast showcasing the wonderful region of Gippsland with events, places of interest, peoples of interest, plus news happening around the area, all situated here in the southeastern part of Victoria, from the north of the region to the south of the region, from the east of the region to the west of the region. It's Monday the 3rd of of May, almost in April, (laughs) Monday the 3rd of May 2021. Since 1977, the family business in Rosedale still exists. I'm referring to the Rosedale Butchers, situated on the Princess Highway in Rosedale. On the left if you're travelling towards Sale, and on the right if you're travelling towards Trailwin. Open from 7.30am to 5.30pm Monday to Friday, and 7.30am to 12pm Saturdays. The team at the Rosedale Butchers are proud of the fact they source their produce locally for the highest quality meat products that you're guaranteed to delight in. So for all your meat requirements, pop in and say hello to the friendly team there in Rosedale, or you can pre-order just phone 51992210. Also, to keep up to date with current specials and what the team have been up to in preparing products for you, make sure you like them on Facebook. The Rosedale Butchers, sponsor of Gippsland Showcase Podcast. Well, you may remember in the news headlines last week, I brought you the story of a young gentleman who's director of Buy a Racehorse, for those who have ever been attracted to the idea of owning a bit of a racehorse, and the easy way to make it happen. His name is Justin Darcy, he's from Trelgan, and um, and he's about to join me on the line now. And welcoming to the podcast is Justin Darcy, how are you going? Very good, thank you, Alan, yourself? Yeah, very well, very well. Now, I've just, um, before I get to what I really want to talk about, um, which is, um, well, you're a director at Buy a Racehorse, but we'll get, we'll get to that in a minute, but you've obviously got a keen interest in racehorses, and I think we were talking about the other day about um, when you were 15, you had an interest in, in media, in media with, with horse racing and everything. Yeah, so with me in horse racing, um, it's sort of been a match made in heaven since I was about uh, five or six years old, I think, when I was about six. I tipped my prep teacher, the Marble Cup winner, Delta Blues, and um, ever Sorry, since your, 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 your prep teacher. Yes, my prep teacher, um, <laughs> Mrs. Quinn. So hopefully she's listening to this and she can remember it. Um, but, uh, yeah, she was she was pretty stoked that I tipped her the winner, and I sort of had the bug since then. Mum and Dad have owned small shares in horses oh, as yeah. well growing up so i've often been at the races around horse racing people uh, yep. when i was about 10 or 11 i found out that my cousin owned a syndication called dream thoroughbreds yep. which um i own a few horses through at the moment as well as well as some family and friends do too yep. and they also advertise through my website at the moment but um that again caught my interest in racing um i was sort of still learning everything about it and just with that extra little thing with family being in racing I sort of followed certain horses more and learnt more about pedigrees and breeding <laughs> and um, when I was about 13 or 14 I started writing a little bit about racing through school Yep. Uh, any writing tasks or any school tasks I'd try and make it related to horse racing and when I was about 15 I started writing up some little practice articles for 
some people in the racing media, such as uh, Mick Sharkey, who's on RSN of a morning. Yep. He, he was a big influence to me wanting to be in the media yep. um, as, as I get older. Um, and then I've sort of just written for uh, companies, Melbourne Racing Club, I've done a little bit for, I've written for RSN before. I've uh, put up a piece in the Ladies in Racing magazine, which was my first ever hard copy publish. Uh, I've been working for TRFM since I was 16, just doing their weekly horse racing reports oh, wow. at local race meetings. Yeah. So, yeah, since then I've sort of just been really into the media and hopefully one day, aiming maybe 26 or 27, working on the screens of racing.com and hopefully presenting the races to you. Okay, and, and what, uh, well, I'll be listening for your tips too. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I noticed those two well-known avenues here, racing.com, bets.com.au too. Yeah, so bets.com I picked up uh, was my first full-time gig outside of my first job, which was working at Woolies. So once I finished school, I worked at Woolies for probably another uh, six or seven months, and then I got offered this job at bets.com, with the bets.com.au, which is working from home, just doing race riding, uh, tipping, and it's not all about races as well, it was a lot about do, uh, doing sports tipping and sports previews and things like that, mm-hmm. AFL, yep. cricket, tennis, yep. um, but with the racing stuff that really, I thought, well, this is a little daughter sort of, I guess, open up a few avenues into race riding and sort of get more pieces published to my name on one specific website. And I guess learn because I wasn't doing heaps of form at the time either yeah. uh, with horse racing, and this was a job that uh, needed a lot of form study and I guess tipping, which I thought was something else I could learn and something else I can I guess add to, add to my bow. Um, but yeah, bets dot com's been really good. I'm still working for them at the moment, and uh, racing dot com I picked up uh, just before. Uh, probably t- 2019, late 2019 it would have been. Yeah. And I worked for them for about three or four months into 2020 and then I sort of... And uh, was, was, it, was all this from home? Oh, yeah, all this is from home. So oh, wow. All done from my bedroom. So every morning I get out of bed, take two steps to my left and I'm sitting at my desk. So, so you don't um, have to get dressed up for work. That's, that's fantastic. Oh, I, 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 I don't have to. <laughs> I can sit there in a singlet and shorts if I really want to. But yeah, I just, yeah, just, I just won't go um, any further, all right? Just... <laughs> Um, but yeah basically it's all done from home makes it really easy but racing.com I sort of had to lost a bit of touch with them over COVID and then just uh, in the past three or four months I've started picking up shifts shifts with them again doing their social media so again that's my foot in the door well racing racing is done to take off again so yeah exactly right and then I worked for Melbourne Racing Club as well as a racing admin there I worked alongside Julian Cook and Josh Rodder um, they've both been really helpful to me. Josh has been absolutely wonderful for about four or five years for me. Sort of introduced to him. I was taking some photos for a magazine I created at school. And I was taking them on course and he sort of showing me the ropes there. And I guess in the end that led to, led to a bit of a casual job, which I'm doing on weekends, which is calling up America. And America? And, and, yeah, so I call up America for all of Adelaide's races, Victorian races, um, on a Saturday and Sunday, and I shut down a bookmaker called ExpressBet because their vision is roughly seven seconds behind our vision, so mm-hmm. it just saves any, any any corrupt business going on for someone in America saying, oh, which horse has missed the kick, where's the favourite positioned in the run, within that seven-second time frame, because an equivalent to horse racing, that's about 35 to 40 lengths, Ooh. which is a long way. Okay, yep. 
But um, you just mentioned about corruption and horse riding. Yeah, surely not. Um, <laughs> okay, now on to... I guess this is a good chance to ring in because this is what I was going to talk to you about. Director of Buy a Racehorse. I've never even heard of it. Never even heard of Buy a Racehorse. Buy into a racehorse. What have you yeah, so buyracehorse.com.au was a site I got introduced to uh, in March last year where I uh, got a phone call from one of the silent partners and they said to me that uh, would I be interested in taking over the role as director? Can all, it can be done at home. And of course this was before the peak of COVID where things yeah. sort of all shut down and they sort of just said, oh, you'll be running the site, uh, putting through inquiries that come through the site to the syndicators that have horses listed with us and just basically doing some of that maintenance work, putting out a weekly newsletter, uh, running the social media. I mean, it doesn't require a heap of work to do it at the moment because we don't have a heap of syndicators with us at the moment. But again, still, it's only 12 months into it, we're looking to grow. But the business has been active prior to me taking over. Yep. Uh, I think it was active for about two or three years, but the previous director sort of struggled to have a bit of time to put into the site and give it a bit of love and nurture that it needed for that first little bit to sort of give it a face. Mm-hmm. But um, over COVID, when I took over, I, I, when I, well, initially when I took over, I should say, I was thinking I'll be heading off to Melbourne, Sydney, Queensland for all the sales when trainers buy horses or when syndicators buy horses, going up to them, yep. introducing myself and sort of showing them the brand, wearing a T-shirt yep. um, and making it really well known. But COVID stopped all that. Only limited numbers were allowed to sales, uh, travel yep. in the state, yep. et cetera, yep. et cetera. But now that everything's opened back up again, it's going to make it a little bit easier uh, to, to get to these sales, to meet people, to see trainers, to see syndicators. The syndicators are especially the ones I need. They're the ones coming yep. through and list stuff with my website. So they might buy a horse from the sales, put it up on my website after they have the uh, correct improvements from uh, Racing Victoria. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, off we go from there. Customer clients will come through the site, inquire about a horse, and I'll receive that. Inquiry. All right, well, well, let's let's do this in a bit of a role play. I want to come to you to buy a buyer horse. What do I need to know? So basically, you'll come you, when you hop on the site, buy a racehorse. It'll come up with two pages. It'll come up with buyracehorse.com.au and buyracehorse.com.au exchange. So the buyracehorse.com.au normal page is where you'll see syndicated horses, all of them unraced. And yep. the exchange is the other half of the website, which we're still going through a bit of building with. But that is for uh, raced horses and people just wanting to sell their own shares in horses to someone else. Mm-hmm. Those just, just it could be a set fee of their choice. Um, and yeah, that's sort of another little half to the website. But to buy a racehorse, if you're looking to go into a syndicated horse, you click on that, and then you'll see a big page come up with horse of the week, horses of the month, um, just a few little different things like that on. And I guess you might pick a horse based on its colour. You might want a chestnut. You might want a grey. You might want a horse trained by Anthony Friedman. You might want a horse trained by Kieran Ma. Or yeah. you might just want a horse in Victoria. Or you might just want a horse worth a thousand dollars for five percent. Um, again, there's a range of that, and you just click whichever horse suits you best for what you're looking for. Yep. And then there'll be a little box down the bottom under a long description of the horse, everything about it, pedigrees who the horse is related to, what the horse they think could possibly be, any anything about the dam, anything about the sire, the trainer, the syndication, it's all listed there. And then you send an inquiry, which will come to my inbox. And, and that's when you give me a call. I can give you the call. 
I, I can send you an email as well. Mm-hmm. Or um, I also am, I guess, a third party that introduces you, the client, mm-hmm. to the syndicator who you're buying the horse from. And that's how that connection's made rather than, I guess, you having to go straight to a syndicator and waiting in line for them to get back to you as such. Oh, okay. Seems... Seems like a simple enough process, I think. But, yeah, it's, um, it's pretty simple. Once you, once you sort of see it all and have a go at it, it's a really easy process and it's done really quickly. Okay, why would you want to buy into a share of a racehorse? Buying into a racehorse is obviously not something that you can just do willy-nilly because there is an initial expense to it yeah. for the share price. But yeah. buying into the horse itself, if you've got a little bit of spare money that you might want to have a bit of fun with, Buying into a racehorse, I couldn't wreck it anymore. The thrill of just not, not even seeing the horse race, going down to the stables, meeting all the people is such a social aspect to racing. All the, conne- all, all the connections of the horse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you yeah, might yeah. buy 5% in the horse and there might be 25 other people in the horse as well, all with different ranges of shares. And It's just a good way to meet people. It's a good way to sort of get out and go down to the stables. You can go pat the horse. They'll go... Um, they'll parade it in front of you and then of course on race day you get things uh, you rock up to the race course you get a free drink you get a free snack or a meal whatever they have there and you get the thrill of the horse racing and if it, and if it wins you probably can go and buy a few more drinks and snacks haven't you <laughs> exactly. you probably could if you lose as well win or lose you hit the boost oh, okay. <laughs> not that I encourage it but you know yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. but um yeah it's run something that I find really hard to explain the feeling is absolutely incredible it's the build up and the anxiousness especially coming into their first start not knowing what they're going to do yeah. for example I had a horse run in January in a blue diamond preview yep. um, so that race is part of a series that leads up to a 1.5 million dollar race mm-hmm. um, having my horse in that he was 81 dollars in the race but still the ner- I was anxious I was nervous I was sweating <laughs> And um, the question is, how did it go? Uh, he didn't go any good in that. Okay, fair enough. Again, right. he then ran a sale after that. Um, he's since been gelded, but he's... I mean, I think he's got a bit of promise still ahead. So, again, you never know until they actually race and get a lot more consistent racing, and then you can decide to do it with, uh, You can decide what to do with your share after that. But it's just exciting. The thrill of it is something I can't explain. It's... it's no matter who I ask, whether they've been in racing for 50 years or whether they've just joined into the racing scene, the thrill's exactly the same. And it's the big thing I think is you could win at Stony Creek yeah. and it's an absolute party, or yeah. you could win at Flemington and it's an absolute party. The thrill and the build-up to no matter where you're racing and what type of race it is, it's all the same. Because you feel like you own 100% of the horse and it's your horse, whether you own half a percent or 100%. Wow. That is impressive. <laughs> I, yeah, I, can't, I can't explain it seriously. It's the best. Yeah. So, uh, well recommended then, I take it. Um, I'll take your recommendation and I'll <laughs> consider it myself. Um, <laughs> if I'm brave enough, that is. <laughs> of course. You, you, you need to be a little bit brave sometimes to buy into them because, of course, there's always that risk that they might hit the track. They might not actually ever win a race, but then there's always the fun of meeting people, going down and seeing the horse and seeing what it does. Okay, well, have you actually ever handled a sale for any connections, of, like horse connections to another famous horse, have you? 
Um, well, being with the site for only 12 months, sort of, those horses that I was selling early on are only just two and three year olds yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I haven't had heaps of horses come through the site, but a little success story I've had is a horse called Billionaire. He was an expensive yearling purchase from Dreams Thoroughbreds, and he went through the site um, and ended up racing twice or three times as a colt before they had to geld him. And, since the gelding operation, he's come back with a lot of speed and he looks like a real racehorse now. He's won two of his four races this preparation and placed second in another two, including a couple um, in town, which is really exciting going forward for him. Um, we've also had another horse, we've had a horse listed on the exchange um, where someone put up 5% in this horse called Open Minded. And they put up a set of, they put up a set fee for it uh, to buy that share yeah. of him. Yeah. That, Share didn't sell, but that horse has subsequently gone on to win five races in a row or four races in a row, including two or three in town. He won just last week. So, again, for that person who didn't sell his share, it was a blessing in disguise for, for that person. But, again, it's, it shows that there's, there is opportunities on the site, um, and they're there to take, and sometimes they're not always the best opportunity, but other times there's golden opportunities like that. So a horse called Billionaire made a billionaire pretty much. No, well, almost. Oh, almost. I, think he, I definitely think he's going to reach a, a, a Saturday grade. He's going to be a nice horse going forward. So I'll keep an eye on it. I'll keep definitely. an eye on it. Yeah. Well, um, Justin, thanks very much for that. It's just been fascinating to look into that. And also, well done your background because you've started from a very early age getting into this and wish you every, every success in the future. Yeah, thank you very much, Alan. Thanks for having me on, and yeah, I appreciate the little bit of exposure I'm getting here. And yeah, thank you. I can't, I can't thank you enough. All good. Thanks again, Justin Darcy from Tarragon, talking about his uh, involvement in the racing industry that led him to become director by Racehorse. I will seriously consider thinking about that in uh, years to come. Um, but also the other things he's done. Uh, oh, done in, re in regards to racing media and all around race race horses and uh, and um everything just uh impressive and like he's only what must be coming up well he is 21 now and uh yeah and, uh, and, and i'm sure he's got a really bright future ahead of him in racing media and all that and you just want to wish him wishing him all success in the future For a toy shop of delights and simple times of yesterday, come and embrace your inner child at our pastimes, 296 Raymond Street in Sale, where you'll find toys, games and puzzles for all ages from 0 to 99. A great range of products available to take a step back from the technological era we're all getting ourselves into and enjoy the wide range of toys, games and puzzles that are hands-on and encourage quality family time. With products such as wooden toys for babies and toddlers, educational toys for school age such as science, numeracy, literacy and steam models, construction kits and blocks to build with, creative and imaginative products, jigsaws, logical puzzles and games and lots more. Plus, for the adult children, check the U-Gears range and wide range of board games and puzzles. Open from 9.30am to 4.30pm Monday to Friday and 9am to 12pm Saturday. Make sure you call in and speak to Maxine. Make sure you search and like for Our Pastimes on Facebook. Our Pastimes, sponsors of Gibson Showcase Podcast.
Making some news, investigators are seeking public assistance to locate a Kawasaki KXF250F which was stolen from a Trilgan address on the 3rd of March 2021. The motorcycle may have an altered appearance with black duct tape covering the sticker kit. If you can assist in relation to the whereabouts of this motorcycle, please contact Detective Senior Constable Evans at Latrobe CIU on 51315000 and quote reference 21007615. At approximately 10.15pm on Monday the 19th of the 4th, 2021, a grey Volkswagen Golf sedan was set alight on, on Durham's Lane in Morwell. The vehicle had been stolen in the early hours the same morning from an address in Hyatt, in, in Hyatt Street. Police are appealing to anyone who may have witnessed the incident or anyone who, who has informational dashcam footage to contact Detective Senior Constable Page Hill at Latrobe CIU on 5131-5000 or Crime Stoppers on 1-800-333-000. On Thursday the 29th of April 2021, the Emergency Services Thank You Mural was commissioned by Her Excellency the Honourable the Honor Linda Dissot, uh, uh, Governor of Victoria, and was formally handed over to the Aaron community to form an important part of the award-winning Hisco Town Mural, Pro Mural Project. Around midnight on Sunday the 18th of April 2021, a white Toyota Ute lost control and flipped onto its roof, landing in front of the Slow Down Stupid sign on the South Gippsland Highway in Yarram. Police are investigating the circumstances of the collision, a 27-year-old man assisting police with their inquiries. Thankfully, no one was seriously injured as a result of the collision. Police are seeking information from the public relating sexual and physical assault that occurred on Saturday 1st May between 3am and 5am near the car park of IGA Sale. If, any information, if you have any information in regards to this incident, please contact the Sale Police on 514222200 or, or Crime Stoppers on 1800 it was an important day for the Mafra Municipal Band uh, and the Gippsland Times is reporting not just because it was officially the band's 70th birthday, five life members were awarded to 20 plus year members John Crockford, Irene Crockford, Mike Cohen, Eddie Shue and Robin McDonald who have all been significant contributors to the band's success and long longevity. <laughs> I don't know about you, but whenever I walk into an Irish bar for a meal or a drink, I enter into a nice relaxed environment to wind down. This is definitely a case of Jack Ryan's Irish Bar and Sale, with the highest quality and reasonable priced meals from Palmer's to Steaks and Pasta, Jack Ryan's is your place to be. Situated at 154 Raymond Street and Sale next to Hill Rice Financial Services, they offer karaoke on Thursday nights and live music on Friday and Saturday nights. Jack Ryan's is open 11am to late 7 days. Meal times are Monday to Wednesday 11.30am to 2pm for lunch and 5pm to 9pm for dinner. 
Thursday to Saturday, 11.30am to 9pm, all day lunch and dinner. On Sundays, open from 9am to 9pm for brunch, lunch and dinner. Takeaway is also available 7 days a week from 5pm to 9pm. For bookings or to order takeaway, please phone 51444008 and you'll definitely want to book and treat Mum to a splendid Mother's Day this Sunday at Jack Ryan's with a share platter and two course meal consisting of lunch and dessert, $49 for adults, $35 for seniors or kids are $15. Mum will be disappointed if she misses out on Mother's Day at Jack Ryan's. Jack Ryan's Irish Bar, sponsor of Gippsland Showcase Podcast. Time for some events, and here's an event by the Morwell Neighbourhood House. They're holding a free kitchen garden workshop to be held to teach some basic garden skills to participants. It's on Wednesday, 16th of June, and at the Morwell Neighbourhood House, 48 to 50 Beatty Crescent, Morwell, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. The cost is free. Everyone will leave the workshop with some fruit or vegetable plants slash seedlings to take home with them. Bookings are essential as spaces are limited, so please call on 51345488 or send us a message to book in with one of the friendly staff members. And on this Sunday, May the 9th from 11am to 5pm at the old Glengarry Railway Station, it's the Glen Fate and Fun Run. And it's to celebrate the upgrade of the Eagle Hawk Creek Bridge and Trail Ceiling and they're throwing a party and join them for a family friendly 4km fun run slash walk on the picturesque Gippsland Plains Rail Trail from Platform 3854 Cafe, Glengarry, to the Eaglehawk Creek Bridge and back. The fun run will kick off straight after formalities just after 11am. Registrations via eventbrite.com.au The day will also play host to local businesses and community groups showcasing the best local produce and crafts. Great tunes provided by local musos, food stores and plenty of other activities to keep everyone entertained. So grab your runners and calico bags and come and support local. And it's proudly run and supported by Gippsland Plains, tra- tra- uh, Plains Rail Trail, Platform 3854 Cafe, Glengarry Events, Team and Casey Benaki Events. And on again on the weekend of the 15th, 16th of May 2021, it's the Hayfield and District Vintage Machinery Rally in Hayfield. And with a wide range of vintage cars, trucks, motorbikes, tractors, steam and stationary engines, horse-drawn displays, blacksmiths and memorabilia, Tractor pulls from 12pm Saturday and Sunday, and there is something for everyone. Gates open 9am till 3pm Saturday and Sunday. Tickets available at the gate. Adults $10, 16 to 18 years $5, under 16 free. For more information, contact Barb on 0428 480 534. 
Over recent years in Stratford, two locals saw a need for a gym slash physical fitness centre in the area, and so saw the birth of HC Fitness located 21 Princess Highway, Stratford, in the industrial area as you head out towards Bensdale. With affordable rates for membership and personal training, Heath and Carly are ready to welcome and assist you in whatever your fitness goals are. Search and like for HC Fitness on Facebook, also find 0400-313-506 for further inquiries. I'm Alan Gray and that's all I have time for on today's edition of the Gippsland Showcase Podcast for Monday the 3rd of May 2021. Don't forget you can hear this daily podcast all over again along with previous days. Make sure you search for and like the Gippsland Showcase podcast Facebook page where all episodes are uploaded onto. And each day's podcast is also available on podcast platforms such as Spotify and Google. Perhaps your friends or family outside the Gippsland area or know of any former Gippsland residents who are no longer in the area that may like to keep up to date with what is going on throughout Gippsland. Regarding news, events, places of interest and peoples of interest, make sure you let them know how they can access this daily podcast. If you need to get in touch with me for anything, you can by sending a message to the Gippsland Showcase Podcast Facebook page or email at gippsandshowcasepodcast at gmail.com. That's gippsandshowcasepodcast at gmail.com. You can also email me to subscribe free of charge this podcast as well. And thank you to the wonderful support of the four sponsors you heard heard all about during this podcast. Jack Grimes in Sale, Our Pastimes in Sale, The Rosedale Butchers and HC Fitness in Stratford. 